0: good afternoon everybody and welcome to behind the veil a show that provides insight into the world of weddings so today you're gonna get to see a little bit of behind the scenes because we're having all sorts of technical issues like like literally from start to finish it's it is crazy so whenever you do a live show you just kind of have to roll with it much like events but today i'm super excited because we have one of my favorite 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 like i'm a fanboy of CeCe Todd. So she is an amazing florist, uh, international designer. She's been on TV shows and broadcasts and podcasts and and just amazing. But she is also working on her end on some uh, technical issues. But before we bring her on, let me bring on Marcy Gutenberg with an Affair to Remember by Marcy.
1: Hi, Marcy. Hi. How are you today? I'm so excited. I am too and I am, course, you know, I'm like you. I'm a fangirl of CC, believe me. I, I listen to her all the time.
0: Well, and of course I'm looking behind me. And of course you're you're getting to see my office without the green screen or anything mm-hmm. up here. So you're gonna get to see all like all the raw, you know, uh, wedding stuff <laughs> that I have behind me. I mean, seriously, it is it is literally crazy right now. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it that all my uh my home my home studio like crashed minutes before <laughs> we went on air. But like and you I said, was,
1: you know, like, we just roll with it, you know? <laughs> you gotta go yeah, with it.
0: And I was like, okay, let me get my iPhone out and let me like work on that. And maybe I, we, and I mean, I, oh, anyway, so I'm really, really glad that I was able to get at least something up and running. So if you're watching us on YouTube, so, you know, take a look behind me, you'll get to see all, all my crazy artwork. Cause I'm a, a huge pop uh, art fan anyway. So, you know, the thing is, is that while we're waiting for CC to, to get her side done, uh, you know, I, Cece is a self-proclaimed queen of pink. And I'm not a big fan of pink, let me just say. I'm not a big fan. But she is a one-woman party in a box and is an award-winning renowned floral designer and a third-generation entrepreneur, which, by the way, I didn't know. And both entertaining and talented, Cece's style and attention to detail has allowed her to become one of America's leading floral designers and industry leaders. Cece has been a not-pro educator and named to the Biz Bash Top 5. Holy moly. And she has been invited to share her expertise on the national stage at such prolific events as Wedding MBA, which I think you've been. David Chuterra, who, by the way, we have possibly a future April show with him. Fingers crossed. We're in discussions right now. And uh, Floral Society Summit and Kohler and Drum Wholesale Annual Conference. Cece, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> hey cc <laughs> oh my goodness today could be any crazier you're oh getting gosh. to see my whole world without my green screen or anything because my whole studio crashed right before we we went on so i'm i'm using my backup system
1: i'm, I'm like
2: loving whatever that colorful thing is in your background so i'm mad at uh, it. Maybe you should it more often
0: well, this is all my <laughs> wedding crap. Like for the wedding that's coming up this weekend, this is all their their stuff that I haven't, you know, loaded into the car yet. For oh my god. Anyway, so anyway, Cece, we are both such huge super fans of yours, and I, I and I have like a whole list of questions. And of course, let me just pull them out. But first of all. Tell us a little bit about you, Stacey. I mean, you are the queen of pink uh, and glitter, by the way. So gay man, glitter.
1: yay! And um, my, my favorite color, pink. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, my favorite color is glitter. So there you go. Boom. Yeah,
1: my second favorite color is glitter.
2: And Keith, you are already on my list because I've heard you say, I'm never like a, like a step away too far. I heard you say pink is not your favorite color. So I was like, hmm, but you redeemed yourself which letter is <laughs> your favorite color that's the only reason
0: why i'm like not team and mad right now you know. <laughs> oh my god well and you know what's so funny i was I actually you know so when you know we love megan Ely because it, megan Ely with ofd consulting it, it was a big part of us connecting and so when she sent over your information i do my typical like i go through it very logically and look through and i go okay oh yeah she sounds amazing i, I her bio is amazing and then i saw a a there's something in your website that said always has a flower in her hair, always. and all of a sudden my brain went, "Wait, wait!" I know her. Oh my god, my god. god. that was her what on heck? the on that reality show. And I went, "Oh my god, dang! I I loved you on that reality show, and you got such <sighs> a, a bum rat. I mean, seriously, total
1: bum. What?
0: To, I mean, come on. The first challenge is like you have to work with other people. Oh, come on,
1: I, I, well the second
2: challenge but I was like so excited and then I was like so not excited I was like this is bad idea but it it all worked it really all worked out honestly and I know we're going to get more into it but like I did not the moment I got there I was like I'm out this is not what I signed up for this is not whoa this is wow this is not tables this is set building y'all can suck it they were like no please don't leave you touch the TV I was like I am going to This is not my realm of expertise. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, I'm going home. This is no. And then, then I yeah. I was, like, I was like, whatever. I was have
0: fun. No, but it was gorgeous. I mean, what you produced, and I was just like, oh, yeah. really seriously. I mean, the fact that you had to work with somebody else that didn't have the same expertise or experience not that not you even did, close to the level. Not even close to the and level. It was apparent. I, mean,
1: I was like surprised that like, uh, the um, pairing was not not oh, no, anywhere. Oh I will give you all the dirt on that. It is it was quite entertaining.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Well and anyway, but your personality came out so much that when I heard when I read always has a flower in her hair. I went, Oh my God, that's Cece Todd. Oh my God. I follow her blog. Oh my God. This is the person that I've been talking to. You know, this, so I am so, so, so excited to be, to have you on our show. I'm so excited that you're, you're part of it. Um, so I want to get into a little bit about your world because you are a florist. And I mean, a lot of people, when they hear the word florist, they, they think centerpiece, but When I read about you and your company and your talent, it is more than just a centerpiece. I mean, you're looking at a whole like visual as you walk into the room. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
2: Yes. I mean, my bio should make people tired because it makes me tired. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest. It's like, whoa, that's a lot. Um, but yeah, so what I do, and so many people, first of all, let's just dispel the method of uh, the, the myth. Most people think that when you are a floral designer that you frolic through fields of flowers and you're just like la, la blah blah blah, and you're like scratching them up and you're like, ah, this isn't no, it is it is grinding, it is dirty buckets, it is oh my god, it is such hard work. It is so over the top. And for the longest time when I first started doing Flowers, I was like, Well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, anybody that knows me very well knows that I have an opinion about everything all the time, things that aren't my opinions to have. I mean, I've got to say about everything. And so, in the beginning, it was like, I was just doing the flowers, and I was like, Oh, the linen, who lets you pick those? And or I'd be like, The lighting, it's your truth. What in the world? And and I just really realized that. The knowledge that I had was doing a disservice to my clients, so then I right. technically got into more what's called event design. So yes, I, my my focus is on flowers because that's my love and that's what I want to do and that's where my true talent is. But right. there's nothing better than seeing a whole. Okay, let's start out with. There's nothing worse than doing amazing yeah. flowers and putting them in a room that you're like ah, wah, wah 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 like. Oh, <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> So for selfish reasons, I was like, let's fix all of this. So right. that when the flowers sit down, it's like, ah, instead of like, ah, it was happening so much. So, yeah. So I I have a say in everything when I work with my clients, even my planners will come in and they'll be like, so this is what we thought we would do, but we know you're going to change it. So yeah. let's just, let's just see what you have to say. And I was like, love y'all. So
0: it's Well, so, <laughs> so, you know, here's the thing is that we have, I have a, I have a favorite designer here down in South Florida. Her, his name is Tyler Black. And, you know, one of the things that he gets so mad at me all the time for is because I love uplighting. And he's like, stop screwing with my lighting. He's like, oh God, he's so bad. <laughs> adding uplighting and it screws with the color of my flowers, the texture of my flowers. He goes, we, we got to design together because if you throw any more chartreuse, freaking up lighting wow. and I almost used that f-, f bomb. Um oh, if I you
2: <laughs>
0: He's like, think saying, nice. like, like, I think mean, <laughs> purple shut up. Anyway, by the way this is your club time know, for this, everything. Oh I know <laughs> I love I love purple. I'm a Hi. big fan of purple but,
2: no, but um, it, does.
0: it it'll color everything and then of course you lose all of the really yes! amazing specifics in the floral.
2: Yes, I'm sorry, Keith, I'm, I'm team, your designer, because every, finally now, when I work with people that do lighting, they're like, what, they'll just stop, I was like, ambient, ambient, all day long, every color is ambient, do not give me hot paint, do not give me long green, do not give me urns, don't want it. I want ambient, unless we grow in a pattern or we're doing some kind of (laughs) classical look, and I want something great. Ambient. And so it is just, and they know when I walk in the room, they're like, better get that ambient for 60 Ball 10. Like, I don't play. Mm -hmm. team, your friend, designer right there. It messes with everything. And and, and sometimes, but unless it's a really talented photographer, I know Brooke was kidding, but I mean, <laughs> hey, I love a good purple uplight in person, but when you look really? at it and it looks like a bad Studio 64 picture... <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Has
1: there ever been a bad Studio 64 picture? There's no, picture, no such
0: thing as a bad I mean, Studio I'm just saying.
2: You know, if it is, it doesn't but, exist. I'm just saying, so they've managed to create it somehow with purple uplighting, and in the photos <laughs> everybody's purple, and God's like, Left, you know anybody have melanin in their skin now. They're great. I mean it's just not it's just a disaster. So, so
0: I'm so glad I woke up today.
2: I'm just saying like the, so, the soft, late soft, as shit, soft.
0: but I'm here. yes yeah,
2: Look, I couldn't get half my stuff to work. This this beat took forever too. So like we're here.
0: <laughs> just did not. Just did not. Oh, <laughs> so you know, thank you, you for know, wearing all the for me, Mama. <laughs> right? She, she looks amazing. Now it's so funny because when I was looking at your your pictures on your website, I love the fact that it had Mary and bright, like in the picture frames behind it, and it had jingle all the way to the after party. I was like, "How cute is that?" I mean, I love the fact that you were bringing some other in- elements into the design aspect. Was that somebody's actual event, or was that like a photo shoot that you set aside just for your website?
2: That was a fo- Are you talking about the one where I'm in the pink car?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That, that was just a yet again. I, I don't know if y'all know who Julie Paisley is, she is a world renowned photographer, absolutely just a god.
0: Writing that down, writing that um, down.
2: When it comes to photography, and she had asked me to go to South right. Carolina and do the flowers for a workshop that she was doing, brought in a pink car. It was around Christmas time. And I was like, ooh, let's wrap all these presents. And so we wrapped them all in pink. Yeah. We put them in the past pink car. And then they were like, Stacy, you have got to get in the car. And we just got... Yeah. So that was just me being there doing flowers for a workshop. And then they were like, get in the car. And every, all the students like took pictures of me. And they just became the absolute best pictures ever. And I was like, Daisy goes to to see Santa.
0: Santa. (laughs) I know it was, it was awesome. I mean, I just love the photos and i love like looking at all the like little specifics that were involved in that photo, because there were so many little details Details. that I think that a lot of people forget. And I think that goes a long way into explaining like what you do as far as your florals and your centerpieces. It's not just about a single floral. It's about, you know, all the details that go into it. I mean, I mean, what when you meet with a client? What are some of the first questions that you kind of ask to pull out there? Because not every bride knows. Yeah. You know, sometimes you are like, bah, 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 "I like I like beaches and I like sky and I like to travel." And you're like, "Okay, you so- like what I tell you to like." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our spirit right? animals. I already
2: know because uh, I ask honestly very little questions of my clients. For multiple reasons, stay with me here. So I curated one of the things that I okay, you asked me this, and we got so excited that I never answered it. But not only <laughs> am I an event designer, I, I am on a TV show called Table Wars. Um, yeah. I am an international speaker and educator. I travel all over the world and speak on stages. And I'm just the wind up toy that everybody loves to just push out on stage and I'm like, whoa, that's gonna be fun. Um, I speak to the wedding industry and beyond. Um, I have a school called CC school where I have a paid membership to where people that are wedding events, planners, designers, florists, all, you know, everybody comes and learns about business and design and all kinds of things. And, yep. um, and then I am the queen of live and Facebook and used to be club, all, all the things. And so, um, one of the biggest things that I teach is the vetting process. Um, and I'm going to yeah. try to condense this down and it really is answering your question. Um, but I, I know this is shocking, but I'm not for everybody. I know it took me a really long time to be okay with that. Um, and, you know, I just got tired of being ghosted. I got tired of being over the top. I got tired of people asking me, baby's bread and masonry and looking like I wanted to flash the tires. Like it just, like there's got to be a better way to do what I, like want sacrifice what I wanted to do. For clients, for what they want to do, that somewhere in the world they matched and came together. So i am, I am the queen of betting. I I created a process, an eight state step process that I teach people all the time about how to. To not waste your time with people that you're not film, and so many people think people with money. It's not. Money does not buy. Money does not buy talent class, and class. No, does it doesn't. Pay. It does
0: not. Like, oh my god!
2: Very like,
1: honey. Yes.
2: It, it's betting yes. betting to the process of working, doing the work that I want to do at this point in my life. It. It isn't about, like, I want to do what I get fired up over. So when my clients come to me, I go through all these processes to literally make them leave at its its simplest form. I'm trying to kick you to the curb. If I am too loud for you, too over the top for you, too opinionated for you too much financially for you, if you don't like my style, like all these things, I'm trying to get you to be like, I'm out. She not for me. Not only am I wasting your time, but I'm wasting my time. So my theory is that by the time they sit down at my table and I am delivering a design presentation to them, which we have only talked at this point, That I am delivering them something that's so perfect for them that it is mine to lose. If I F it up, it's on me. You know what I'm saying? But they came there ready to take my money, you know, give, take my money, Cece. So I don't really ask them a ton. I ask for their Pinterest board. People in my industry hate it. I love it. I think it's like reading tea leaves reason I hate it. I
0: hate Pinterest boards. Oh yeah, I, see, but, <laughs> I like tea, but I'm with you on that one. Anyway. I'm
2: I, I, I very clear on the fact that I'm not going to copy anything on here. But reading what you have pinned lets me know what you like, and therefore <laughs> I know what direction to show you even better what we can do. That messy piece of God knows what you pinned <laughs> on there. Let me show you what I can really do that looks, <laughs> you know, t- two hundred times better than that. But it gives me. Right what they want and then i create for them i get on the phone with them i do ask some questions like you know what are the three most defining words? you know if you had to pick three words you know what 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 would you say about your wedding and and really i think about like their altar and key things does that work? It's,
0: yeah do you when you when you say pick three w- words does that actually work like if they say sand sea sky do you go okay pick three more
2: <laughs> yeah, because yet again, I've curated these people to be exactly who the people that I know that won't say Sansi style. I'm not saying it never okay, works. I'm right. just saying that when they say the three words to describe my wedding is elegant, over the top, and pretty, I know yeah. that we're red- like, okay, let me show you what I can do. When somebody comes in, they're like, understated, elegant, you know simplicity i'm like okay when you need to tone, it down, tone it down right 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 <laughs> but, but what if they're like me
0: lot. what if they're like me and they say oh I, I i'm not a big fan of pink and of course we got pink all over the show so i can't say that because i actually am a fan <laughs> of pink but but you know what if they, they come in and they're like I'm you not. know what? i'm not a big fan of pink okay. or glitter i mean is that is that something that works in your in your like world i mean or have you already yes. separated them out and said you know what you're not my people
2: No, because just because I love pink doesn't mean you have to love pink. I do. If you look at my page, the majority of my weddings that I do aren't pink. They're every other color known to man. You know, pink, oddly enough, when somebody comes in and wants an all pink wedding, Mm -hmm. I get anxiety because pink is probably one of the hardest color palettes to do. Because... It requires a very delicate touch. And like there's lavender pink, there's peach pink, there's pink pink, there's green pink. So, I mean, it can go a raw a real easy. So, I, um, the majority of the weddings I do aren't pink. They don't have to love pink. They just have to not hate that I love pink. I'm not going to force you to love pink or to have a pink wedding. But what I do do is when people come in and they're like, okay, I, I love color, but my mom said that because it's my wedding, I'm supposed to have all white at my wedding. So I want all white. Then I'm like, that's nice. I
0: says, Mom, cut in the check.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm like, exactly. okay. So let's have a chat, okay? Let yeah. me show you what your wedding could look like if right. you were to break out of the box. And then I try to show them different other colorful elements and I even try to steer them away from thinking that they have to do anything. Do what you want to do. Do you still
0: feel I like you have to prove yourself every single client? I mean, you are obviously very successful. You've got TV appearances. You've got the the school of business. I love the fact that you have this. Um, what was I, I hear? Uh, blooms and business grow together. Mm-hmm. I love that. But you know, I mean, you've got all of these ventures, and you've been obviously very successful in your world. Do you ever feel like you still have to prove yourself every single time? Because I I still get that anxiety. I mean, I. I it, it's amazing. Like, even uh, though we do successful weddings, successful, you know, constant, constant, constant. Every single time I talk to a client, I feel that anxiety level. Like, poof, Like, okay, I I'm have to prove right myself. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean does that ever, I, I does that ever get easier?
0: <laughs> yeah, Wait. does that ever get easier? Do does it ever like go? Okay, you know what? I I've okay. gotten to a point in my list, my life that. I don't need to do that.
2: Okay, it really does, and and this is probably not the answer that you were wanting to hear, but it doesn't come from a cockier, like self-assured place. Um, yeah. I don't mean to
1: sound like
2: broken <laughs> record, but something something happens when, and it's not not because of all the accolades that you listed. Oddly enough. Wait. Um, do I feel like I have to prove myself to my clients every time? No. Do I want my clients to like me every time? Do I want them to fall in love with me and be right. like, oh, my gosh, I have to have her? Yes, because that's the people pleaser in me. And that's the whole, like, I don't understand. Oh, some like people don't like me, but I'm not yeah. okay with it. But do I feel like I have to prove myself? No, because I have made so many failures, so many right. mistakes fallen on my face so many times and still do to this day that I know that my ass ain't above nobody else's. Okay. And, and I have come to peace with that. And because of the vetting yet again, not a like, I'm not trying to sell a vetting book or anything. I'm just saying because of the vetting process, the way that even it even kind of came about with my husband and my the person that runs my whole world, SK, both were like, we have got to stop getting the people in front of you that like their mom is sick with cancer and all this stuff. But I don't know oh you're such a God. big part and you love everybody and you want to <laughs> give the farm away. So what happened is this process of the people that hate me, don't like me, I'm not for them and felt and that I would have had to prove in myself too we removed them completely out of the picture. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. so the people that come to me are the people that are like, oh my God, I follow you. I've been following you for 250 years. I'm just waiting to have a groom. And you are going to do my flower. So anything you want to do, I love you. Take my money. I mean, mm-hmm. that, and, and I cultivated that for me, for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. To like to help not break me because I it was tiring trying to, Prove my value to people instead of trying to prove my value to people. I surround myself with people who already see the value in me, and it yeah. saves my well-being and it saves everybody else's well-being.
0: A very wise, 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 decora- highly decorated wedding planner once told me, "You know what your problem is, Brooke? You haven't made a mistake yet."
2: Yeah, yeah I said that.
0: it's like how it's it's not how many times you fall down; it's how you pick yourself up and how you carry on, and that's yeah. where the focus should be. Absolutely. Yeah, I, and I said, you don't really learn until you fall on your face you know, like hard. Is, I mean, hard. You have to. Fall that's on a your pretty face. face hard. I hope I never do. <laughs> surrounding
1: yourself with positivity is breeding positivity in the, in the end.
0: You, yes, you can't surround yourself with yes people all the time because they're going to blow smoke up your ass. And, no, and I need people to guess. be
2: like, "That is a horrible idea." And I'm like, it, "I know." Borderline trash or brilliant? I just wasn't sure, and I needed somebody to tell me it was trash. But,
0: well, it, it is a fine it, line.
2: The, the tagline to CC school The tagline to CC School says, I made the mistake so that you don't have to. I don't know all the answers, but I know how I failed ethically. And if I can help you not make the same mistake, you might make different mistakes. But if I can keep you from making the same mistakes that I made and that I learned my lessons from, that's what makes me a valuable teacher. Not because I know everything, but because I was a complete F up in so many days that I know how to be like, don't do that.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> so, how, how important is budget when it comes to the planning process? Because in on your on your website, and of course, I ask ask questions. I mean, I've been in this business for a long time, and so in multiple capacities, and so I try to a- ask questions in in a in a direction from a newbie kind of direction. How important is a percentage of your budget because on your website, it says 15%, you know? And so, and I love the fact that you gave an example of 40,000 is 6,000 for the budget. And I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going off of memory off of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, how important is that? And as far as educating new clients because, you know, people walk into the wedding world and it is the wild, wild west in a a lot of ways. And so there are many times that people are coming to me and I said, look, first of all, we need to have an educational session first to talk about, you know, what to expect, what to think about where you should be number wise. And so how do you prep people? And is that 15%? Across the board, or do you feel like that's uh, that's changed because of the recent uptick in cost in florals?
2: Okay. So all the things, all the things that you just said. Um, yeah. I'm I'm so passionate about education. It's not even funny. I just started a new series on Instagram and Facebook on my, on my, pers- you know, on the CC Design page. It's public and it's called Live with CC, and it's where I am just giving you information and tips to help peers and future clients. It's it's cross the board, and one of the things that I started discussing right out of the gate is. Uh, it's pricing. It, it's just okay. Oh, we can talk the whole time about this. So so I know. Late. I got you. I got you all excited.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. okay.
2: So, so a part of the vetting process <clears throat> is put that ish on your website? I mean, who walks into the dentist? And ask like, what does it cost for fee- selling? And then be like, well, we we don't want to tell you. We, you might
1: lose. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: never heard. No, they're like, that's how much it costs to have your teeth If you if you don't have the money, buy Like it's very simple. That's how everything works. Your power right. company doesn't hide the price from you. What your power bill is going to be every month, they tell like. you right up front. Okay. So the fact that wedding are supposed to be like, let's pretend we like let's not tell them because we might lose them, Bye. But like put it on like put it on your website. So a I put it there as part of the vetting process, but b I put it there to make sure that I am educating my client because an educated client is your client. Uh, Like think about every time you've not bought something that you really wanted it. Why didn't you buy it? Because you were caught off guard. Like you went to go Mm -hmm. buy a new car and they were like eighty thousand dollars. No, I'm dirty to spend. You're called off guard. So when your clients come to you and, and you're suppressing information from them and then you tell them and you get ghosted and you wonder why, because they right. were not educated. And it's even though I was a not pro professional, like I was a not pro. Like I love the knot, ain't mad at the knot, anything. Right. A places like the knot, the wedding wire. Places like that are not doing us any favors by telling you no. the average floral budget in Alabama is eight hundred dollars. Who are you? Well, that calling? drives me crazy.
0: That drives me crazy. You hit. Oh my god. You. One hundred percent. Like I just. You just tickled a, a hard corner. But anyway, we'll talk about that shortly. Sorry. Yeah, what, who
1: are you
2: talking to? Because nobody I know. I mean, the right. average wedding in Alabama, where people think that we have like gun racks and pickup trucks, and let's like, just be clear, I've done two fifty thousand dollar full budget and have one that's almost a hundred thousand dollars this year in florals. So clearly, y'all are underestimating South. Okay, right? You're right. talking you eight full budget. That- Like the average wedding, the average wedding in Alabama is thirty five thousand dollars, and that was pre pandemic. Average. So to answer your question, one of the things I do is I say on my website what I cost. I give them that in an email email correspondence because clients are like children. And remember, I'm not talking down to anybody because I'm a client to somebody else, and they have to treat me like a two year old. But clients are children, and men, no offense, where you just have to keep just over and over over and and over and over again.
1: Anyway, so, yeah,
2: there you go. so I so not only is it on my website, it's on my drop down menu. It's in the email that I originally sent out Oh my gosh, so excited to contact us. Did you know that the average cost of a wedding in Birmingham, Alabama is thirty five thousand dollars? And I right. tell them, and the average percentage that you should expect to spend is fifteen percent. And then when I and I go even farther, and I say fifteen percent if you hmm. don't like flowers, twenty percent. If you love flowers, 25% if you're Kim Kardashian and Kanye before they got divorced. So you better start getting your checkbook ready. And hey, by the way, remember when I said it was $35,000 for the average bride? I'm not average. And I right. don't deal with the average price. So my average, my clients on average spend anywhere from fifteen dollars to $30,000 on their full budget. I'm putting all of that out there and putting it on there. You know why? Because I'm educating them. Because anybody well, that's like, what? <laughs> they're what?
1: Not, Not your client. My client.
0: Not your client. But hey, you know, Cece, you- Cece, how do you feel about combos?
1: <laughs> I
0: hate you, bitch. I hate you. you if you oh, listen to our last show, fact, oh my you God. need
2: to be burned an effigy <laughs> with baby Fred <laughs> <prep> and mason jars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. We had all, we had a whole show about vendor meals last week and it's, it's continued anyway. So, but you know, because of the recent massive increase in florals, yeah. are you saying kind of like what it, what, because I, I'm having a lot of uh, florals that florists that got into these contracts a year ago, two years ago, before COVID, before we had all these issues that are now just barely breaking even with yes. their floral contract because they had these agreements ahead of time. You know, do you have something in your agreements now that says, Look, it's market market value. Look, you know I'm in business like people with seafood. <laughs> I mean, think right? of this as stone crab. It is market value, and I'm giving you today's prices. Is right. that is that something realistic for a florist to think about?
2: I mean, if you're not, you're going to be out of business. Uh-uh. And yeah. I, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we are all like. Woo! Look who made it through the pandemic. We're still standing, so many of us in the wedding industry. But but half of that, half of everybody that didn't close during the pandemic is going to close in the next 365 days. Why? Well, because yeah. they're too embarrassed or they, they're not business savvy enough to have the hard conversations with their clients and they're just like, well, i am just going to have to eat it? No, all those people that are just eating it and not making profit are the people that 365 days from now are going to no longer be in business. And I know that's harsh, but it is, it is a tough lesson that some people are going to learn. So, you know, do I have something necessarily in my contract that says market price? Um, no, no, but I do say that everything is very prices change. I uh, now the COVID clause in my contract. I have a reduction clause in my contract, and I have um, so many other different things in my contracts. But what I did, and what, and every listen up, what every person out there that is is. Still dealing with clients that they quoted out and then prior to this height, because all that all that information I gave you prior to this, that was yeah. standard before the pandemic. I mean, right. that's what I tell people to be prepared for in just a normal day. Now we're in a 50 to 100 to 150 percent markup on just florals and hard goods. So crazy. what I tell people, is, you could have the hard conversations with your client. It's not fun. But every single client that I had booked prior to the the, the surge that we're in right now, I right. called or met with every single one of them. And I'm just honest. I was like, listen, okay? First of all, it says that I've given you a quote, okay? It's a quote, all right? Now, we're in a flower hike, a flower shortage, a money fight, like everything. So, unfortunately, and most people understand this, So I tell them, unfortunately what i said i could get done two years ago for twenty thousand dollars it's going to probably more than likely take twenty three to twenty four thousand dollars and yes you're paid in full or, or whatever the situation is now this is what we can do either you can be okay like either you're like See if ain't got nothing else. I'm about to sell a kidney to give you that for an extra thousand dollars, and, and you're going to be okay with. It's going to be a little. It's still going to be fabulous, but it's going to be a little bit under what I promised you. Because hey, like Ben lost a kidney.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: I'm not bsing you. Like, like, it's still going to be fabulous, but what? It's just a little bit of what I promised you or you, you feel comfortable with the $4,000 price increase to give you exactly what you want. Then I put it on them and it's their choice. It is their, yeah. their choice on whether they're like, no, CC, I ain't got it or yeah, let me give you some more money. It's no longer me having to take the hit. It's no longer yeah. me telling them they have to give me more money. And And because I'm a business, just like you said, I've got to make money too. And I'm not going to eat that or my doors will close.
0: Right, it's exact, Exactly. And what do you say when people say, well, can't you substitute silk flowers? I mean, oh my God, I just want to like slash my wrist when I hear that. But you know, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, not everybody owns silk flowers and good silk flowers are expensive and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. you know, do you hear that same kind of conversation? I'm, I'm, I, you know, and by the way, Jacqueline Morgan, if you're out there, Jay Morgan, I know she's probably rolling because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Stephanie- we just Jacqueline, we just had this conversation with the client, but I just wanted to get your take on that. You know, like when somebody says, well, okay, I know florals are way up. What if we mix in some silk?
2: Well, I mean, I don't really going to be like, we're never ever back to the same thing over and over again, but because I have clearly vetted my right client, I very rarely have that because they, they know, because I'm so transparent in my talks, in my conversations, in my booking, in my lives and everything like that, they've heard somewhere that I'm like, I don't do silk flowers. Like we just don't do silk flowers. And where like. I do use silk flowers are on the massive weddings that we're doing $30,000 ceiling installs. And so like. therefore they can't hold the weight and they're having silk, but the silk costs more than the fresh most any day of the week because they're top notch silk. So it's not like it's a money buffer. It's a weight buffer. So they know that you see what I'm saying. like that's already like. embedded into them. So they don't come ask me questions like that. Now don't have a narrative like these perfect humans that are just like robots like whatever you say. No, they might ask other things like okay so like like what can we do can we substitute other flowers I mean we can you ask for orchids so like what if we don't use orchids and we do this okay so I do get those questions of like you know it's not so easy as give me more money or cut back and they're just like yes ma'am and they sign on the dotted line I mean, they they do very much have questions and I try to work through that with them but the silk thing is something I've worked very hard to just not entertain that type of clientele that thinks that that would even be an option.
0: Yeah. By the way, your your sound quality just went through the roof amazing. Like, yes. I don't know what you just did, but it was awesome. Like, I just was like, oh, I can totally hear her perfectly oh, now. How could you not hear her? <laughs> I don't
1: of no, I, no, I like that. So, what do you find your inspiration at this point in your life? Oh,
2: um, for me, it's, you know, I, I spend a lot of time online, even though my husband is, y- y'all kind of saw him earlier trying to get my ear pods working, um, is my social media marketing manager and he owns GT Marketing Consulting and does it for David Tutera. You were even mentioned it earlier, like he does it for people all over the place. He right. spends a lot of time online for me, but yeah. I, so so I don't have to get on to necessarily work as much. So I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook and Pinterest and all these places just really, looking at what's happening a lot on the, you know, West coast, um, New York, because so many mm. people think that I come up with these brilliant ideas and I'm like, nah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting California start the trend or New York start the trend. And then I'm like looking here and people are like, Oh my God. And it's two years ago with <laughs> California. Um, so I get a lot of, I get a lot from watching my friends and peers that are in different States and watching, you know, some like the greats, like, David Beam and, um, you know, still to this day, you know, Karen Tran, Preston Bale. I mean, like even some of the old school ones. I just love watching what, what they do and how they do it. David, Tara. I mean, I just get a lot from that, but I also get a lot from. Just what inspires me, nature, being in nature, seeing, nah. I watch how trees move. I watch how flowers grow. I see things in architecture or interior design. That's huge. Interior design um, inspires me watching things in houses. And I'm like, ooh, we could turn that into four. You know, So just really being immersed in, in artistic elements everywhere. You know, social media, I knit. I started knitting to try to keep, keep my, my really? brain. I did.
0: Knitting. Oh, see, that's one of those things that I'm like, oh, uh, somebody says, oh, you got to do knitting. I'm like, what? Yes. I'm like, what? And,
2: it, and it quiets my brain, but I'll find myself looking at the pattern and being like, oh, that's beautiful. And it just, it really from work, you know, just everywhere, everywhere. I find right. it everywhere, literally.
0: Can you feel like like the world at, at large? Because, you know, obviously we learned, obviously during COVID, that the world is much more connected than we ever thought ahead before. Like the f- fact that it spread so quick and that the Omni was like, here it is. But, you know, I, I mean, uh, where... Do you feel like geopolitics or just politics in general has an influence in the overall like decor? Does that influence people's decisions one way or another? Or do you find that people, this is still a very personal decision that's not really influenced outside of their like their family?
2: You just totally lost me on that. You have to like break that one down for me one more time. I, uh, sure. I, we have about politics or what? I'm so confused. That's,
0: <laughs> you know, well, because you know, because one of the things that we we realized is that because of the flower shortage, and because we've had transportation issues, and because we can't get products into we've had to change some of the ideas that we come up with for our clients because of what is available currently. And, and, you know, and I wonder if it's also on the other side of that, do we do you have that coming from the client side as well? Because they're also looking at the world and saying, thinking, you know what, maybe I should be really green. Maybe, you know, does it, does it send the wrong message if I have too many florals or does it send the wrong message if it's over the top? I mean, do you ever get into those kinds conversations with people? Or do you say, I mean, look, it's your wedding. Shut the hell up. Just move forward.
2: Basically. But I mean, <laughs> are there clients out there that that is important? To, like, yes, that they're just not my clients I mean, my client does not come to me and be like, I want to do understated and like earthy and I want to save the world. They know that that's not my jam. Does that make sense to you? So I mean, 100%. like, that's that's but they' but they're somebody's client they're they're going to somebody and being like I love that you do foam free design because I want to do my part during my wedding to save the earth you know or they're like I, I want a very natural feel because that's my world and and my cheat you know like that's not me but yes I I, right. I would I would venture to say that the majority of the people are are kind of tying that into or thinking about that as they come into, you know, having a large skeleton. I don't, if, if anything, I feel like through my client's eyes, what we went through over the past 18 months is way more of, you know, I said this for a long time talking on, yeah. on Clubhouse. He says all the time that if you think about what happened, and believe me, I am not a history buff. I heard this, so like, let's be clear. I don't <laughs> walk around knowing what happened in 1919. But so many people don't realize that in 1919 was the beginning of the Spanish influenza, and yep. for a year, everybody was same thing for a year, locked in their house, had to wear masks, very similar. So, who can tell me what happened in 1920?
1: Mm-hmm. The right.
2: Exactly. 20.
0: The roaring 20s. The 20s Hello. Everything of, came rushing back.
2: The age of decadence, <laughs> the age of over the top, the age of extra party, all the things. Because people were like, I got one life and I'm living it. So Man, if I love anything, I feel like it's been way more of a Mm-mm, no, I, I'm going to get married one time or I'm going to have this giant party or the world, we need to have a good time or you know, the, the decadence and the over the top, at least where I sit in the type of clients that I deal with, they're like, yeah. let's go. Let's
0: go. Let's I never go. even it. thought of that, by the way. That's oh so my true. God. I didn't even Holy think of that. Holy yeah. moly. I didn't even yeah. think about that. That makes total sense. Total, total sense. Well, okay. So I know that you're obviously uh, accomplishing business-wise, but I also know that not-for-profits are a big part of, of your life and that the Chris Hammond Youth Foundation and Brides Against Breast Cancer seem to be big tickets for for you can you tell us a little bit about those organizations and and what they do because are they are they local to your area or are they national tell us a little bit more about that
2: they're local to the area but oddly enough they uh, my husband's on the board for the chris hammond youth foundation and we do their fundraiser um and 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 that is probably more my husband than, than me. For me, it was brides against breast cancer where we, and I hate to say it, but during the pandemic, we just haven't been able to do it as much where we would take the leftover flowers from every wedding and we would repurpose them into like small little just pickup containers. And we would have people come in, donate money, like five, 10, whatever you wanted. And you could take as many flowers as you wanted. And all that money went towards team Blondie, which my husband's mother died of breast cancer. And so he would, uh, or still does do the Susan G Komen 60 mile walk. Um, and he travels all over with his brother. I know, right? I'm like, I will always be there to support you, but I won't with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yay. Um, I'll
0: donate. <laughs>
2: that, and so pe- that's how we raise money is by repurposing people's flowers because that is something that is very important to my clients. All my, almost all my clients, What they do ask is like, oh, what am I going to do with all these flowers afterwards? And so we do our best to try to find some type of use for it. It has been way harder since COVID and getting into nursing homes and hospital floors. It's just not a thing. Um, So that really has been downplayed a lot more than I would like for it to be. But so right now where I really try to get my nonprofit fixed is like I have a really good friend of mine. Who has MS and um they just recently invited us to a fundraiser for MS It was called Bourbon Ham. And I'm and I found the director and I'm like, whatever you need next year, like I got all the things for you. Like we need to snap this up. And they were like, oh my God. Um, you know, culture love, city. Love I mean, so, I so like that. it's really just trying to find where I can help across the board, um, yeah. as much as focusing on my own nonprofits right now. So, just because COVID kind of threw a wrench in everything, what are
0: your own nonprofits? I mean, I, is it is it the Chris Hammond Youth Foundation, or do you, or and breast cancer, uh, breast uh, brides against breast cancer, or do you have a, another foundation that is part of your business that maybe I didn't know no, in, in my research? A,
2: the brides against breast cancer, and then we had the Pink Portrait Affair, which was where we. Oh, it's such a long story, but it just kind of had to take a side table right now, but it was where we photographed women that had been through breast cancer um, mm-hmm. um and where it had ravaged their body, and we replaced their scars with flowers, Um and it was an initiative that just didn't take off like I wanted to, but it's getting a revival here soon, I'm just telling you, yes. Um, but that's, that's really amazing. the only one...
0: Well, and okay. Uh, and this is, uh, so I'm uh, totally switched topics here because I, one of the things I thought was really interesting is that you, you called out your daughter, Isabel on your website. Cause you, you talked about your daughter, Isabel. And then you said your three gifts, quote unquote sons, uh, Daniel, Joshua and Andrew
2: Right.
0: gifts. Why, why is it quote unquote gifts?
2: because I hate the idea of step like they're not step anything they were gifts to come that's into my right. life they were like they were gifts to me um even though I didn't birth them they were gifted to me by their biological mother who lets me love that with them. <laughs> I love
0: that's that because cool. I actually thought I thought they were adopted I actually when I yeah. saw that I was like oh that's that she adopted her her kid three sons mm-hmm. and I thought that what a lovely way to put it but this is even better to be honest I love that yeah. I mean they, they, and, they were and, gifted and they really me. are and yeah, they really but, are. They are true gifts.
2: But they live in a nut. What's so funny is that my husband and I, when when we met, we he had already had three sons, and he was like, "I don't know this again." And yes. I was like, "Awesome!" Because I can't have kids, even though I wanted them. I had a brain tumor at the time. They said I going to have kids. And then whoop, right. there she is, and I was <laughs> like, "Okay, we're gonna have a baby." And um, and she showed up, and she is now she turned nine Sunday. What? So Congratulations. They, but my sons are like the youngest one is a senior in high school. The oldest one's almost 25, 24. So I mean, they're a huge gap and they live in another state. So we just right. don't get to see them near as much as we would like to.
0: Oh my God. That's like my goddaughter Camille. My uh, my best friend in college was told the same thing. She's never gonna have kids, never gonna have kids. So she was, you know, doing having her life, and then all of a sudden, God said, shake
1: <laughs> it. Yeah, Bye. and then also we have
0: Camille, <laughs> who is who's now 24 and going after a master's degree in Chicago. So if yeah. she's listening, hey, sh- hey, Camille, we love you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, she, she's amazing. She's like five foot 11 and just uh, amazing. She's an Amazon. I love her. Um, well, but, you know, mine,
2: nice. mine, mine is a hot pocket. Let me tell you, she is the queen of TikTok, even though she just now realized it was private. And that's why she only has like five likes, but she does like 82 TikToks a day. Um, that that come off of her. I'm just like, oh, no, ma'am. And she is me in a bag of chips on like crack. I mean, it's just, (laughs) God bless this world when I let her out of the nest and she just goes forth. It's just gonna be very entertaining for the world. You know,
1: you you mentioned- Oh,
0: go ahead, Marcy, you you first.
1: You mentioned um, Clubhouse a few times. And I know that you were the queen of Clubhouse when it first came out are you still on there now what's going on with clubhouse i'm never on
2: clubhouse and it's in clubhouse clubhouse came out of a need to stay busy i'm mean, connected Stay yeah. connected and, and I, I am i'm an empath i am a giver i when when i first okay so small little story is that i was with david tutera um and we were in south carolina when the pandemic really took the hard turn, when the NBA shut down, um, Mm -hmm. Disney shut down and every all, it was like, all of a sudden ish got real. And um, we were the last two people. Like we, we say, Hey, we're the last people that saw each other in person for, you know, almost a year. I came home. um, And it was like, like, everything started to shut down because I'm a fixer. And because I am, I knew the effect, the long-term effect that this was eventually going to have on our industry. One of the, right out of the gates, right out of the gate, I started going live on live with CC and on Instagram and on Facebook, just each teaching flowers, just where, where I have a paid membership group. I just started doing it live for everybody. And I was like, "It's the only way I feel like I can help you because I can't get you business, I can't give you money, I can't fix the problem." But you know what? By George, we're going to be smarter and more educated when you, you when we emerge. Like, like hold on. And so yep. every day, and that's how naive we are. I was like, for two weeks, because I'm sure this is the long to the last. I'm going to teach every day, <laughs> and I just taught and like taught flowers how to do things so that people could be practicing in their home or learning or taking, you know, just. It was the only way I felt that I could help people through what was going on. And yeah. so for me, you know, then clubhouse kind of came and I was like, Oh, I can still help people. I can still give information. I can still learn also. And it was just, and I'm just one of the people that just can't sit still. I'm a seven, you know, I, I'm an empath. I want to help people. I want to fix things. I want to give all of my knowledge and then I want to soak up more to help somebody else. So. Yeah. Just- 24 hour non-stop way that I could like give and learn. And, but then when the world, I mean, I'm in Alabama and we're kind of right next to Florida, the state that people make fun of that, like, didn't even realize that there was a COVID and we're like, basically right there with right them. Like, i was like,
0: what COVID? We're still looking right. for business. What are you talking about? I'm right. like, oh, we're busy.
2: Right. So we're like, my friend David is like, we're, we've been locked in for two years and left the house. So I'm like, oh wait, y'all still doing that? So me I like, mean, once Once the world got back to living again, and this is something I'm really passionate about and I want people to hear. Um, I mean, it's been a horrible two years. Like, as sunshine and lollipops as I am, so many people are like, oh, well, we're back at it. Things should be okay. And I'm very transparent. But, you know, I had to get off clubhouse because I saved my business. You know, even though we weren't back at live events, I tell people this all the time. I'm super transparent (laughs) about it. It takes Please. almost thirty thousand dollars a month to run CC designs. I'm very, very, oh. very upfront about it. So for Holy 18 crap. months, for 18 months, when you didn't have any, I, like the, the power company, my my landlord, you know, some people worked with right. us, but I still had to pay that every single month for 18 yeah. months. So just because we're back at it and it's the biggest year since 1985, that doesn't mean that that's what I was saying earlier. People are so many doors are going to be closed right now because I still have to get us out of the, I mean, it's still frustration. It's still a whole, yeah. it's still finances and figuring that out of everything that it cost me to keep my doors open. It's rough. I mean, it is still rough. So people forget that, oh, we're back at, you know, events and everything. But it's not most like that. of us, it's just not yeah. like that. you still, it is still a struggle every single day to keep my doors yeah. open, to keep my staff employed, calling the government, being like, yo, y'all got some more of that money. I like, <laughs> and, and I think I think that a lot of people don't realize that that what they're going through, everybody's going through. A lot of people don't talk about it. But I'm going through it every every single day. It's still a struggle to make sure that CC Designs is still here, still up and going, yeah. digging out a financial hole, you know, moving, like just getting your life back. And so for somebody who spent nine years and built their business to what they felt was the pen, you know, I don't want to be like you know internationally known have my own t- i mean kind of have my own no, t- that's t- too t- late i think you are already I, I, I I say, yeah, but, yeah. But, i mean i just wanted <laughs> to be successful at what i did and make good money and i worked so hard for that and i really felt like i had got there past two years wiped it all out from underneath me and i feel mm-hmm. like i am back at like year 3 and i think it's so many suck. people are suffering in silence right now and think well yeah. all these other people look like they got like it's just all right it's just it's not So I'm here to tell you that everybody is not in that place. Everybody is suffering. And it's just a rough call. And we probably unfortunately got a whole nother year, you know, of digging uh, ourselves.
0: Oh, back out of it,
2: yes,
0: 100%. Well, that's actually why we even started this 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 show. Is March March 19th, I think, was our first show, Marcy. I don't even remember, it's been so 2020, long.
1: 2020, yes,
0: 2020. Yeah. I mean, we started the show basically because we wanted to provide answers to our South Florida community. I mean, I remember when we only had like 100 people watching us, and now we have like 20,000. It's like crazy, but you On know. The Zoom. Whole, the whole, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Zoom we were on Zoom. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. But you know, that was the, the same thing. Is that we wanted to do everything we possibly could because we're all. I mean, I think people in the event industry are impasse in general. You know, we are people pleasers. We want to make people make and and that and we are all suffering. I mean, we've had psychologists on talking about mental health and and wedding planning and wedding business, and yeah. the struggle is real. In, real. In, you know here we are trying to make other people's dreams come true in the in the wedding world you know the bride comes to us our, our job is to make their whole world come to to this amazing creation, and but ours yet... is
2: crashing all behind us, and we're like, oh. <laughs> exactly.
0: and yet, and yet, we have the people that are in the industry dealing with mental health issues. I mean, yeah. I've talked about my own mental health struggles openly on this show, and you know that w- I went through six months, a pretty dark world, uh, and you know, and that's the thing is that I was so focused on just getting through it that I didn't stop and say. You need to do something for yourself. You need to stop and and take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. And I mean, it sounds so stupid cliche, but it's so true on so many levels. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people.
2: And I think think you just nailed it, Keith. So many of us were like, let me help everybody to where we didn't take that extended break. We didn't, you know, like have the, even if it was stuck at home for months, whatever, and now we're all kind of suffering the the trickle down effect of you know people are like, but it's the pandemic shut down. Why are you tired? Why are you working? Because I'm twenty four <laughs> seven trying to figure out how I'm gonna feed my kid. How I'm gonna keep everybody? I mean, because this is another thing too. And and I, and I don't. I never wanted to be like I am woman. Oh woe is me. But a lot of people don't realize that in our industry, primarily, it's right. the, the a lot of it's The majority of women. And the majority yep. of them, it is they it is their business is not one that sustains their household. Okay, the yep. designs sustains my household my husband not only works for me but owns his own business that came out of work and we run this business do you see what i'm saying he doesn't have an eight to five job at the power company he doesn't go and do anything else besides run his business so we're two small business entrepreneurs that mine was the lead business so there is nothing to fall back on. And so many people in our industry, unfortunately and unfortunately, you know, whichever way you want to look at it, have a spouse that has a full-time job. So if their wedding industry business kind of took a dip, it was a struggle, but like they still had to put, food, you know, they still had money to put food because, on the yeah, table. There was still right? money
0: to put food on the table. Yeah.
2: No, when, see, like I still had to pay people salaries, keep my children fed, keep my power on, and keep a business going and have no money coming in. Um, you know, it's been, so people like that are still, re, it, it, I just don't think y'all, under, you know, a lot of people understand that you're, everybody's struggling. And, and when it looks like there's more struggle, a lot of times, look at those people who are single entrepreneurs or, or their yeah. business is what runs their family. Um, especially if you are a man in the industry. A lot of a lot of times that probably is your way that you you do it. And so not that there's no validation in the um, but just remember those people that they don't. That's their whole world and and that they're a husband and wife team or a you know a single entrepreneur that that effect that it really took. So I mean,
1: huh. everybody's mental health uh, is like, you know, we're, we're type A's too. I mean, most of us are type A's, type
0: A's. Oh and we God, can't just sit
1: still. I mean, we've got to yeah. do something, you know, we got to help people. we got to, we got to educate, yeah. we got to help others. We have to do all these things. And it's like, we can't just sit still and say, okay, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to sit back for two weeks.
0: But no, you know, that, but, but that makes me feel even closer to you because I feel like, you know, here you have such a, a magnanimous personality. You are bigger than life. You're joyous. You're loving. You're kind. You come across the screen as, you know, I love she makes what me I like do. So boring <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with no personality. <laughs> you know, you have, this, you have this incredible vibe and energy about you. And I love the fact yes. that you're like, look. Uh, bitches. We got to get real here too, because I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of my family. I got to take care of my business. There are, there's real work that goes behind here. Yes. I'm going to give you the pink and glitter, but yeah. also understand that this time. is the business. Yes. Yeah. This is
2: and the I'll business tell you, right now. I'm a believer and I'm a firm believer in, in my faith. And what I love that you just said mm. that because up until probably the hardest Two years of my life emotionally this has been the hardest two years outside of my dad dying um just the struggle that's real i had to realize that my joy does not uh, come from my circumstances and and my, th- th- it doesn't my joy comes from the lord and i remember reading a scripture that said you know, if you find joy on the inside, it shouldn't matter what time down the outside. And I was like, You suck at God. Let's just be real. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus, but I still suck a lot. And he's okay. You know, like we, we have conversations about it. I'm working on it. But um, but it, it wasn't until that moment that I truly realized that I still have the joy of the Lord that gives me joy daily, even if I don't look like it and I'm crying and everything's falling. I mean, I built a prayer room. Y'all, I have a 4,000-square-foot office, and I had a a closet next to my office, and I was like, ah, we built a prayer room. We there's so much stuff going sideways. Clearly, I need to be praying more, and I need a room dedicated to it. So if you go look at my TikTok, you can see I wrote scripture all over the wall. Do not not worry. Do the lilies in the valley worry? If they do not, you do not. For I know the plans I have for you says all these promises, and I'm like, okay, God, uh, let's get it. Okay. I ain't oh it and I need it right now. And so that is literally what gives me joy is knowing that there is a plan, that there is a purpose, there is a reason for everybody. Yep. I truly believe that. Um, and I just say and I'm one of those people that I'm like. I'm here and I'm suffering for a reason because God's trying to teach me something. The sooner I figure that out, quicker we're going to get out of here. So what you trying to show me? God, let me figure that out so we can move on past
0: where we oh are. Oh, my God. So so you know what? I'm uh, CC. thank you so much. I mean, you know what brings me joy? I, it brings me joy that you came on this show. I cannot thank you enough. I mean, I can't believe that's our hour because it flew <laughs> by. I feel like we just got started scratching yeah, into the surface. I'm the like, I don't want to stop. I know. I don't want to stop. Anyway, but I just want to say thank you so much. I mean, I just had such a great time talking to you. And ladies, you did too, yeah? I mean, she just...
1: Oh my gosh, (laughs) she has to come back. Yeah, you have to
0: come back. I mean, that's all there is to it. You have to come back because we have to talk about more about the spirituality and about the self-help part because I really think that's massively important to our community at large. I think it's one of those underserved areas that we don't talk enough about as as a group. That you know, whatever your whatever your spirituality, whatever your belief system is, just believe in something. Believe in something. I don't care what it is. You gotta have.
2: You gotta have. Not,
1: no, no fun. That's one of my oh favorite my terminologies.
0: <laughs> well, oh, my basket, God. Hell in a handbasket. Hell in a handbasket. <laughs> hand <in> hand <laughs> All right, my loves. All right. Thank you again for being on Behind the Veil. We are looking forward. Th- thank you again, Cece Todd. Thank you again, Marcy Gutenberg, with an Affair to Remember by Marcy. And, of course, always the gorgeous Brooke Logan Stoner. We will see you next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And until then, say goodbye. Wait, wait, Bye-bye. I
1: just wanted to tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. So okay. I'm not,
2: no. Wait, go ahead. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not ending know. it. Go check out my Instagram. Go look at my link tree and you can find out all the information about CC School, Audits, all these fun quirky things if you want more of me. That's the best place to find it. Love you, bye. That's how it that's that's that's
0: Bye, guys. Thank you all.